0: your journey. Thank you everyone who is showing up to watch me live. We are broadcasting live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok too. So welcome to all the people who are currently watching. I can see your comments. I can see your questions. I may not address them immediately, but I do see them and I will get to them towards the end of the show um, during a segment which I'm basically going to start calling Gender Reflections just for shits and giggles. As a warning, this show is explicit. I swear, sometimes we show things that are triggering, sometimes we discuss topics that are triggering. Viewer discretion is absolutely advised. I am your host, Jinx the Wonder Girl. Our co-host Daphne will not be with us today. Um, Well, sometimes she's just got other shit to do. But on the off chance she is able to become available, Mabel will bring her on as a counterpoint or just as another discussion topic towards the things we are going to be covering today. So as you can see on the bottom of your screen, we are broadcasting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11.30 Central Standard Time on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Now sometimes we will not broadcast on TikTok, and the main reason is because TikTok is very weird. Um, It is difficult to incorporate into the studio. I have to use an entirely separate device for it. So, I can't interact with people on TikTok like I can all the other platforms on one nice clean dashboard. At least until the clock app creators, well, unfuck themselves. (coughs) So, I don't do this stuff for free. I love doing my show, but it costs me money. If you like the content, if you want to support me, you can do so by visiting my website, that's cyberjinx.me, cyberjinx.me going into the Support Jinx tab, and there are millions of ways that you can go in there and support Jinx. So I've got a merch store full of awesome Pride merch as well as stuff made by local vendors here in Texas. So you're supporting Texas small businesses, you're supporting small businesses across the United States and Europe who make Pride merch. These are women owned, these are LGBT plus owned businesses. So if that's something that you support because you're a member of that group or an ally, consider going in there. You're not just helping me, you're helping them too. So, let's move right into our topics for today. (coughs) The title of today's episode, episode 18, is Why the GOP is Dead and We Should All Be Glad. So, I had an opportunity to watch because I do follow Fox News, just like I follow CNN, MSNBC, CBS, CBSN, um, Newsmax, OAN, good lord. Um, I watch them because I want to hear the different points of view from all of those people's creators. Now, the one thing I can take away from every major news, and I quote the word news because it really isn't, source, emanating from the United States is this. They all have this in common. They suck. They absolutely suck CNN sucks Fox News really sucks nothing they actually give off is reportable news most of it is plagiarized a lot of it is fake as in they're not really reporting on anything actual and on the off chance that any of the reporters from any of those news agencies actually mistakenly mention something that might be news, they get the sources and the information completely wrong. Or they misquote it. CNN and Fox News obviously are probably some of the worst offenders of misquoting factual data and news. ABC and CBS and some of the other are MSNBC not quite as bad, but you know what? They do it too. They really do. So, I would say that the BBC, although not necessarily a US-based news or TV organization, is just as bad. They're just as bad with how they lie, how they don't actually show the facts. I miss the days when I was a young girl growing up and seeing the news, particularly local news, where they just reported on the facts. Here is what happened. This is what authorities are saying about this happening. We'll allow you to make your own opinions. Not news entertainment, which is more of what we see today. Not just on traditional TV, either. This is happening in the world of internet news as well. Today it's more about entertainment and personal opinion. I, as a pastor, will tell you straight up, everything I'm talking about is my personal and professional opinion. I will use facts. I will use data to show you like, here's why I have formulated this opinion, but I'm not sugarcoating as I'm a diehard reporter going in there and investigating the deep details of all these wonderful social and political issues so that you could make better decisions. No, you make your own damn decisions. Your job is to go out there and research this stuff the same way I did. Don't take my word for shit, but, The two people I'm going to talk about today want you to do exactly that. And I'm taking particular issue with these people because of the items and subjects that they are trying to manipulate their base by talking about. The first person we're gonna talk about today is Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is a stooge. If there ever was any capability or reporting prowess that that man once had, it's been long since gone. He has worked for his entire professional career for Fox News. Now I'm not saying that that's a terrible thing. Fox News is a business that employs people just like any other. Good for them. The issue I have is the incendiary tactics to which he uses is not likened to an investigative reporter, it's more likened to a game show host. That's what Tucker Carlson is, a balding midget of a man who is nothing more than a, well, antiquated, outdated game show host, who is trying to remain relevant, and the only way that this dumb shit can think of to remain relevant is to talk about such incendiary topics and take such incendiary sides of those topics that it makes the political party he represents look like shit hence the title for today's episode why the GOP is dead and we should all be glad. <clears throat> the people who support the GOP today, the people who are running the GOP today are not the people that we all love and remember from the 1800s who fought to free the slaves, who passed legislation to make sure that black people can own land, have the right to vote, live like every other freaking human being. That period of the GOP is gone and it's been gone for quite some time and yet they still want to talk about it tucker carlson particularly how wonderful the gop was in its beginnings well you know what it doesn't really show that anymore abraham lincoln believed in small government abraham lincoln believed in emancipation he believed in an economy that worked on i don't know i have a bunch of apples would you like to buy an apple yes there you go. You own a business. Congratulations. There's no government involvement. There's no inspections of the apples. Either you trust me that I'm going to sell you an apple that's not going to kill you, or you don't. And if you don't, no one will force you to buy the apple. So I don't even consider, and I know my tagline at the bottom says, the alt-rights hate machine. I don't consider the GOP or Tucker Carlson or the other people I'm going to talk about today as the alt right. Unless you talk about the alt-right oligarchical left-wing because they are. They're just right of the left wing. So to me the GOP, the modern GOP is just as leftist, just as socialist, just as fascist as the democratic left is. But just slightly more to the right. Like a tiny scotch to the right. But if you look at the political spectrum, as far as ideologies and governments are concerned, well, I mean, fascist behavior is slightly to the right of communism. Not by much, but, I mean, communists do make a good point when they say fascism is a right-wing conspiracy. Right-wing as in, I took one step to the right and then I'm fascist before I was a communist. (coughs) So, Tucker Carlson, in the way he has been espousing some of the absolute filth that has fallen from his mouth this last couple of years, hit a pinnacle the other night where his almost 42-minute tirade about the transgender problem. The transgender conspiracy. Well, I will open this up like I wanted to open this up when I watched it last night and got infuriated. And I will make this statement to Tucker Carlson. Fuck you. Just plain up. Fuck you. No one important gives a shit what that Weasley fucking man has to say about it. However, I'm going to address all the points that Tucker Carlson made when it comes to how important it is for states to pass legislation, essentially condoning the abuse and possible murder of people that, well, other people don't like. The beginning of his tirade focused primarily on the discussion of transgender issues with minor children. And then he conflated children who are transgender as child abuse by the parents. Then congratulated, after of course giving himself an old P.O.B the pat on the back, congratulated Ken Paxton and Governor Abbott of the state of Texas for taking the necessary steps to ensure the safety of Texas's children and that more states should do just that. And I thought to myself, hmm, Tucker, how very fucking leftist of you. Because in Texas, The legislation, as in our Congress, the House and Senate for the state of Texas, did not vote on any bill or any law while they were in session anywhere nearly related to what's currently happening in the state of Texas. This was an executive action done by the governor, as in it required no votes it required no population consensus or agreement amongst the people who now have to live under this executive action that is not democracy that is not a representative republic that is not a constitutionally representative republic as texas loves to claim that it is that is a dictatorship that is tyranny the governor along with his little cohorts Running around saying, I'm going to sign this piece of paper and you will do as you are told immediately. Or we will come take your kids and then we will jail and fine you as for child abusers for being supportive to your children. That's tyranny. I don't give a shit what political party you espouse to. I don't give a crap how far left or right you think you are. This is neither. This is tyrannical. This is as far left as left can go. Where one person gets to dictate the behaviors, actions, wealth, and capability of everyone else. No, absolutely not. Now, thankfully, we've got smart, intelligent, like-minded people to me who live in the state who have lobbied the government. Have gone to court and have put a stop to his bullshit, however, temporarily. But to listen to Tucker Carlson, someone who's talking about the freedom and the wonders that is America and the United States, talk about how happy he is and congratulating a fucking tyrant, wheelchair or otherwise, is still a tyrant on being a tyrant. He congratulated this person on being a tyrant. And then gave himself the old pat on the back while he was at it, because all the states should be doing this. After he was done with that bullshit tirade, then moved on to Florida's, of course, not very aptly named, Don't Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, I've read the bill. It is a long bill, it is a convoluted bill, and it is a stupid bill bill, because the roots of the reasons behind why they think that bill was written and what it's actually meant to solve don't actually exist. Tucker Carlson actually did a good job pinpointing all the things that are actually in the bill and then pinpointing all the things that are not in the bill. So there is no verbiage in the bill that actually says that no one is allowed to say gay. On that aspect, he is correct. Well, when you look at the protests and the agencies behind those protests and why they came up with the slogan, don't say gay bill. Well, that's good spin. It's just called advertising and they don't claim that that slogan or phrase has anything to do with the bill. It was to get their voices heard and to get people to understand how important it is to have that bill revoked. Now, I will say this, and it's very disturbing, Florida, how many people actually supported the bill. The elected representatives in the state of Florida voted two-thirds that that bill was necessary. Well, why? Well, the thing that Tucker Carlson failed to discuss in his 40-some-odd-minute bullshit tirade about this entire subject was that He did not cover why two-thirds of Florida's elected representation thought that this bill was a good idea. Someone had informed the electorate down there, and it wasn't anybody in Florida, that teachers in all of the public school systems as young as kindergarten are forcefully indoctrinating children and teaching them about homosexual sex acts with pictures. Now, it makes me sad that a bunch of grown-ass adults who've been elected into a Congressional seat, even if it's the state level, were so naive and stupid as to believe that a teacher at any grade level is showing lewd pictures of sex acts between two gay men or two gay women. Because we already have laws that stop them from doing that. That's called child indecency, sexual perversion laws, underage child endangerment. No teacher in Florida is going around at any grade level talking about the acts that two consenting adults would perform in any relationship, hetero, homo, or otherwise. The bill also specifically reacts to the claims that teachers are forcing children to undergo gender changes by telling these children that you were born in the wrong gender and therefore you should transition. Tucker said it himself. He used those exact fucking words. Teachers are telling children as young as six that they were born in the wrong body and that they must transition. Well, I looked at all the reports from all the investigations that went into the aftermath of this bill being presented to Florida's Congress of all the teachers that were interviewed and none of them had ever said or been charged with making such horrendous statements to children. So where did that flat fucking lie come from? Well, here's where it came from. There were three cases in the state of Florida where children who had abusive parents, abusive, malicious, disgusting parents who had been reported to state authorities for their abuse by neighbors and other family multiple times where the state of Florida failed to remove these children from that toxic environment who happened to be Transgendered, Which is why these kids were getting their ass beat on the daily because mommy and daddy didn't like the fact that their daughter didn't want to be a boy. So they came out to their teachers when the teachers asked them politely and respectfully what are your pronouns? How do you identify? I identify as a girl my pronouns are she her and the teachers were supportive of this and gave that child a safe place where they could be themselves and did not inform the parents that that child identified as a different gender than they were assigned at birth here is the underlying undertow of Tucker Carlson's bullshit tirade and that garbage fucking law in Florida Parents want the right to know that their child is trans or gay or whatever else so they can continue to beat those kids and make them stop being whatever they are. Well, I've got news for all those piece of shit parents in Florida who thought this bill was a good idea and the Florida government as a whole. I don't care how much you beat your children. I don't care how much you abuse your children or tell them that no, you're not trans. No, you're not queer, You're not gay. You're not non-binary. And I don't care how little they learn about gay, homosexual, non-binary or transgender issues in school. They're still going to be trans and they're still going to be gay and oh boy, are they going to be really fucking surprised? when their kids grow up and disavow them entirely, and they're still queer. Nothing about the bill in Florida gives parents any additional rights than they already have as parents. And I find it awfully funny that all of a sudden, After generations of parents dumping their kids into shitty public school systems to be their children's babysitter because their life is too fucking important to take care of their own goddamn kids themselves. Now, now they're all of a sudden so fucking concerned about what their kids are learning in school and what they're being taught and what they're doing. Fuck you. How about that? Maybe you should have gave a shit about your kids 30 years ago. Instead of dumping them into a public school system underfunded with shitty books from the 1960s that haven't been updated in a couple of decades. There's no parent I've ever seen ever gave a fuck about that. It's, is the football team well-funded? Does the soccer team have good enough equipment to compete at the fucking state championships this year? And that's it. Now all of a sudden teachers want to take the extra steps to make sure children have ideas about artificial intelligence, computer programming and science, engineering, mathematics. Oh, and by the way, social issues that they are going to have to face in the real world when they go get a fucking job. Like, it's not appropriate to go up to a transgender woman and say, hey dude, because you're going to get fucking fired. Children should understand that. Before they enter the workforce. Before they become powerful enough to drive fucking 3,000 pound hunks of metal down the street. So I don't give a shit how many parents come crying to me after my shows are over talking about, well, what about the children? You don't give a fuck about your children. You never did. Don't walk up to me with that nonsense. Prove me wrong. And I haven't had one yet. Not one person has ever proved to me they ever gave a damn about their kids. Because they can't. Because they don't. How many parents do I have to watch my show, that get pissed off about the comments that I make, ask their children permission to hug them? I do. And yes, it breaks my heart and it hurts my feelings when I ask my little boy, hey, can I have a hug? And he says no. I don't just walk up, grab my kid, and hug him. That's assault. You're teaching your children insecurities from the get go that no matter how they feel, someone is going to force their will on them anyway. No, that's not okay. It is never okay. The days of parents getting to use these schools as a fucking daycare system have long been over. And still, nobody gave a shit. Nobody on the left, and particularly nobody on the right. I find it awfully fucking funny that the party of freedom, the party of individual responsibility, fights so hard to protect unions and public schools. But God forbid if that union or public school starts teaching your kid that there's more than two genders or that there are more than two biological sexes. Because. I don't know. Science. Science says there's more than two genders. The American Psychological and the American Psychiatric Associations all fucking agree that there are more than two genders and that gender falls on a spectrum and that spectrum can change hourly. There are people in this world who wake up feeling very masculine and by the time lunch rolls around, they don't. and two of the greatest institutions of medical understanding of the brain both agree. But Tucker Carlson doesn't. Well, you know what? This particular podcaster and scientific engineer with her doctorates doesn't give a shit what fucking Tucker Carlson has to say. I don't. Now, as far as biological sexes, the North American Intersex Association has been around for a long ass time and says that at the very bare minimum one in 100 human beings born on this planet are born potentially intersex just based on the science and numbers released by our own hospitals and medical institutions. And between biologic male and biologic female there could be upwards of 45 to a hundred variations of those two genders of those two sexes. I am number 47. So I wasn't born male or female. I was born intersex 47 masculine presenting, but I had sex organs from two different genders. You know how doctors secretly surgically remove these things from your babies without your permission, choose which gender you're going to be. It's not which number of these organs are there more of it's, which one does the pee come out of? And that's how they chose mine. I had ovesties, ovaries. They were my testicles. So, science, which they don't want to talk about because it refutes their claims that we are the denigration of society, we are the reason society is falling apart, and my personal favorite is when Tucker went on his 5-minute tirade specifically about how this is a trend and that the gay community agrees. The lesbians and gays of the world and the bisexuals who are willing to make statements apparently, according to Tucker Carlson, agree. Transgenderism is the new fad. Fad? I thought fads were something that was cool. And I remember when I grew up in high school, the cool kids didn't get picked on. The cool kids didn't get trolled. The cool kids didn't get beat up. Or assaulted. Or unalived and stuffed into trash cans. So yeah. If the definition of fad and cool is you get picked on, you get screamed at, you get beat up, you get assaulted, your car gets keyed, your house gets egged, your kids get made fun of, and then you get sexually assaulted randomly throughout the fucking month because, you know, men. Then yeah, transgenderism is the fastest growing fad in the world. Or maybe Tucker Carlson is just a douche canoe and needs to shut his mouth and find a different line of work. You can see the troll right here on my TikTok live. That very comment. Oh yes, transgender is a fad. We should all want to be transgender because look, look at all the attention we get. No, it's not a fad. There's nothing faddish about it. No one goes through all of this because, oh, it's a fad. And on the off chance that that is what they did, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it absolutely does, go to Vegas and look at all of the she performers in Vegas. And I use the term she-male purposefully. I know that's a hurtful word. I know it's a hurtful word, but those aren't women. Those are men. Those are men who spent buttloads of money from their fans altering their body physically to look more like a woman. And then when they grow out of it and they made all the money they're going to make they go have more surgeries to put themselves all the way back there was a whole series dedicated to it but you know what they're performers they're sex workers and performers and you know what it's absolutely 100 their individual right to go do that stuff but even they have said we don't lump ourselves in with transgendered women or transgendered men because we're not most of them, when interviewed said, no, I'm a man who identifies a man. I just like looking like a woman. It's two very different things. Something I have to discuss with friends of mine who look at me and like, Oh, well, does this happen? Does that happen? Like, do You get to do all this? Do you still like poof, all over the place? I'm like, all right, listen, listen very closely. Porn reality. Transgendered peoples live here. They live in reality. They have to live their lives in society with everybody else and don't have the protections of a screen to keep them safe. Trannies and gmails and people who do stuff like that. Porn. Porn. They're not real. Are not real. This is an emotional roller coaster. I would imagine if I interviewed any other transgender person, they would say the exact same thing. It doesn't, re- doesn't matter what they identify as whether they identify masculine, identify feminine, non binary, gender fluid, non gender conforming it makes no difference. It is an emotional roller coaster <clears throat> because your brain is finally getting to be what it thought it always was. And the brain is the only important part of our body. It makes all the difference in everything we do. Not your genitals, not the rest of your body, your brain. And your brain is powerful enough to do whatever it wants. It's finally getting everything it always wanted. Your body has to catch up and that's hard. That is hard on anyone who ever goes through it. And it's not just transgender people. It's anywhere where someone has a mental block, whether it's PTSD, trauma created by sexual assault or something of the other sort, and finally finds relief from that. It is hard when you've lived your whole life a certain way, a way that your brain knew was wrong. And now all of a sudden you don't, you don't have to anymore. That's a lot to take in. So I get asked all the time well, why? Why are all of these transgender people post transition, some with surgery, some without, unalive themselves? <coughs> well, that's part of the reason I just gave you. This is very, very hard to take in. You're finally getting everything you've always wanted. Your brain is ecstatic with all of these wonderful things you're now getting to experience because. That's what you should have been experiencing the whole damn time. People in my age bracket have to deal with what's called guilt. We are guilty that we wasted the better part of our lives being something that we weren't. And it hurts. It hurts badly. But those are all small, tiny sections of the reasons why some of the population of post-transition transgendered peoples still unalive themselves. Maybe 10% of the reason. The rest of the reason are people like Tucker Carlson. Deaths of transgendered people directly fall upon his head. Directly. Not indirectly. Directly. If people would stop being busybodies, mind their own damn business, and keep their filthy shit ass opinions to themselves transgendered people, youth or elderly, would stop killing themselves. They'd stop. If people would just leave them alone, let them live their lives the way they want to live their lives, without question, they would stop unaliving themselves. However, I will also point out that The suicidal ideation rate amongst transgender people is reduced by 60% if you allow them to transition and be their real selves, particularly in children. And this is my circle back to the original discussion point where we started. These children are not being abused because they have parents who care enough to give them transgender affirming care, nor have I seen anywhere. Anywhere in any medical science book in any hospital in the United States that I've been able to pull up research that's public information has a doctor, ever, in the history of the United States, prescribed anyone under the age of 17 years old anything other than puberty blockers. Period. They don't do it. It is a fake conspiracy. No doctor is going to take the responsibility of giving well hormone replacement therapy to a fucking six-year-old. They're not because genetically you as a human being not male or female just a human don't actually start producing any body changing hormones until you're a teenager anyway. So why the fuck would they give HRT to a baby they don't they don't give anything to children usually under the age of six because they don't need to they haven't gone into puberty yet puberty blockers are non-damaging the medical science is out there is no damage to a child taking puberty blockers all it does is pause puberty so instead of Your transgender girl starting to develop testosterone, a dropped voice, and, I don't know, dropped testicles, at 13 or 14 years old, your transgender daughter won't. It stops the process. Your transgender daughter's voice will stay high and pitchy, or at least androgynous. So when the child is ready and an adult and can sign their own medical consent paperwork, doctors can then begin hormone replacement therapy. And I don't care how many people, how many trolls claim, well that's a boy and that needs to be a boy and they look like a boy. I have looked at literally hundreds of my children's photos going all the way back to 2000 and all of my boys, when they were little, look like boys. Because they don't. We dress them the way we think boys are supposed to look. We might cut their hair in a way that we think boys should have haircuts. Because we're gendering shit that isn't necessarily gendered. Clothing shouldn't be gendered. Your hairstyle shouldn't be gendered. It just shouldn't. And no, I didn't claim anything. Puberty blockers don't do anything, and puberty blockers are not child abuse. If a parent has a child who has expressed a different gender than assigned at birth, the least invasive, safest thing they can do to that child to help be a confirming, supportive family is allow them to at least start puberty blockers before they hit 13 years and start puberty. And like I said, it merely pauses puberty. If that child grows up and starts to become an adult and realizes, "Nope, I'm not transgendered. I don't want to transition." They merely stop the puberty blockers, and then puberty starts, and actually happens quite rapidly and fast. Puberty will play catch-up quite quickly. When the child becomes adult, and it's different in every state, some states adult would be 16, some states adult is 18, some states adult is 21. When that child becomes an adult and is allowed to sign legal documentation for themselves and make the decision at the state's level, I am ready to transition into my proper gender then and only then would a medical professional prescribe treatments like hrt they come off the puberty blockers and to hrt which is very very different they are two different things they're two very different things and every time i hear these idiots on TV talk about, well, those aren't different things. Those aren't different. Yes, they are. They're different things. HRT is very different than puberty blockers. And I have never met a child under the age of 17 years old who's ever been on HRT ever. And I am part of a very large transgendered community, a very large transgendered community. from like Tucker Carlson is fear-mongering it's just fear-mongering I have literally debunked every bullshit thing he tirated about including his own career I don't pretend to be some investigative special reporter I'm not I'm just some bitch who lives in rural Texas that's all I am I'm nothing special i'm not telling you guys to side with me and i'm not telling you guys have to believe anything i'm saying but you know what the science and information is out there it is out there and it's actually really easy to find it medical journals like the mayo clinic hopkins hopkins, hopkins university all of these places have this information you can go look and read where it's been signed off not by one but by dozens of medical professionals and biologic scientists. You don't have to listen to a damn thing I'm saying, and that's fine. Now I might be a bit crass and I definitely like to swear. which is why I give my stuff at the very beginning of each episode. Viewer discretion is advised. That's my personality. I don't bend myself to be different because some, I don't know, overarching advertising entertainment agency like Fox News is making me because it pushes their particular flavor of the same fucking agenda that the Democrats and the communists on CNN, MSNBC, and the other news agencies do to their people. It's the same shit. It's the same spin. And I'm getting awfully sick and tired of news agencies and organizations that I once might have had some respect for falling prey to the same money-hungry hate machine that the more traditional sources did decades ago. I have never had a major issue and we're gonna spin that into the next last bit of this segment with Steven Crowder. I actually liked that Steven Crowder who's a very famous comedian and now YouTube podcaster, much like myself, only he has been doing it way longer, left Fox News. He left Fox News for the same bullshit I was just talking about. It is a money-hungry, hate-spewing filth machine full of idiots that wouldn't know their own asshole from a hole in the ground. Not one person who broadcasts on the Fox News Network knows what the fuck they're talking about. Unless they're a guest speaker. The libertarians they bring on that news network absolutely know what they're talking about and often make fun of Fox News and its hosts for being dumb shits. Brainwashed dumb shits. That's all they are. But when I see Steven Crowder's last episode, the one he filmed over this weekend at the University of North Texas in Dallas with his stupid ass change my mind special biological males should not be competing in women's sports. I liked that he was able to maintain his calm. I thought he did a beautiful job with that, but you know what Steven? fucking shame on you for the inciting riots you caused on that campus and the damage that ensued you should be directly responsible for repairing and fixing all of that and paying for any damages that were caused as a result of your bullshit show you knew better you fucking knew better you knew what that was gonna do you knew what that was gonna cost and fuck you for doing it your point isn't valid You were proving nothing whatsoever. All you were doing was purposely dividing students amongst each other. And you caused a fight that broke out and damaged a bunch of shit. And for what? For what? For you to go there and feed the same fucking hate machine you said you left? That you did not want to be a part of? Because you're doing the same shit there. You're no different than Fox News now. And just as unfucking believable as them. I watched him for years because he makes good points. He talks about how the government's overbloated, how we spend too much money. The government needs to be shrank, the government needs to be smaller. And now goes out there and talks about the government needs to make laws and policies forcing the NCAA to keep biological males out of women's sports. That's not small government, Stephen Crowder. That's bigger government. Dickhead. That's bigger government. That's more intrusion into our personal lives. And what is wrong with biological males who are transitioning into female participating in women's sports? Oh, I love the excuse I always hear, and this is the excuse he used 14 times. I counted 14 times before the fighting fucking ensued and everything had to be put to a stop before they can record again someplace else. And that excuse is biologic men have a massive, massive advantage over biologic women. Sure, I believe that men and women are different. I fully believe that. And if a man who identifies as a man and was born and assigned as a man, stays that way, works out, trains really, really hard, does have a 5.5% scientifically verifiable advantage over his female, biologic female counterpart of the same size and category and class of competency in any activity. That is 100% scientifically verifiable. I have no problem. Bending over and taking that excuse right where I don't want it to go and admitting that that is the truth. When I started my mental transition, as in mentally coping with what I had discovered about myself long before I began my physical transition, I was six foot three. I wore a size 12 and a half wide men's shoe. I weighed 307 pounds and I could deadlift, shit, almost twice my body weight. I was a well-oiled machine and served actively in a combat arms role for the United States military. Not a small person at all. I would say I had a distinct advantage over most women who were my height or even size or weight for that matter because I trained my body to be that way. My arms were 14 and a half to 16 inches around. Yeah, more than a foot because I was a gym rat. I liked it, it never made me feel whole, it never made me feel good. My wrists were gigantic. I could not buy watches, men's watches, that the armbands fit. I had to go get custom armbands because my wrists were that big. Now, that being said, Mr. Crowder, because you want your mind changed, why biological men who are transitioning and I hate using that term, biological men, it's AMAB, assigned male at birth, because they're not necessarily biological men. You want me to change your mind, I'll give you these points. I am 6'1". That's the last time I went to the doctor and I got my new driver's license and they measured me, I shrank. I shrank. I went from 6'3 to one. I don't even know how the fuck that happened. I no longer, if you want to use men's shoe sizes, I'm a 12 or 12 and a half wide, I am a 10 or a 10 and a half regular. So my feet got smaller. Still pretty big feet, all things considered. I wear a size 14 in women's. <coughs> However, I can wear a thirteen women's, but fourteen are more comfortable. I am not three hundred and seven pounds. Halfway through my transition, I'd gotten all the way down to two hundred and twenty-one pounds. Now I'm gaining some weight back, and not in the areas I thought I would. I'm gaining weight in my butt, or in my thighs, or in my chest. If that's not good enough for you, well, my arms got smaller, and I'm still working out. I do train. And you remember when I said about all those times I couldn't find watch bands that actually fit me because my wrists were too big? Well, here you go. This, when I bought it, was so tight, I couldn't wear it. I had to wait months, and then all of a sudden, well, there you go. Look, folks. It's so loose that when it falls, it comes all the way up to here. I can't run as fast as I used to. I can't do as many push ups as I used to. Now, I could do twice as many sit ups. Absolutely. And I don't know what the fuck that's about. my run has gotten slower my long distance has gotten slower all physical changes that others would deem as disadvantages amongst my male counterparts and i would say because i know the very first thing that stephen crowder would probably ask as a counter question well, how long have you been on your transition? Physical transition with no surgeries has been 11 months and 10 days. 11 months and 10 days. That's it. I haven't even had my one year anniversary yet. And I'm at such a massive disadvantage to the men that I used to compete openly with then now it has become absolutely unfair. So if the idea behind sports is to create competitive natures in a fair environment, there is no distinguishable advantage over a transgender woman competing with a cisgendered woman. None. None at all. Now, if you got someone who was AMAB, who has not started their physical transition yet whatsoever does not delegitimize how much of a woman they feel like. If you want to have an educated discussion about whether that transgender woman should be competing against cisgender women, now you have a discussion worth talking about. Because yes, that woman has not begun their full emotional and physical transition into womanhood. I get it. Yes, there would be a distinct advantage. But no, it's that all-or-none mentality that the oligarchy likes to push on Americans. It's all-or-none, folks. Either all Transgender people are allowed to compete in their preferred gender sports or none of them. And that's not how the world works. It's not black and white. There's an entire ocean of gray that falls in between those two colors. And I'm sorry sex and gender, as well as orientation, all exist in that gray. Even those people who claim to be super straight I'd be willing to bet my entire life savings, and it's a lot, that they probably masturbated to, I don't know, homosexual porn. I almost guarantee it. Not to say that they are, but their feelings fall in that gray. It falls in the spectrum, and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Hell, anything, it should be celebrated. But no, (coughs) it's never celebrated, ever. It's just talked about negatively by people like Tucker, and now people like Steven Crowder. Now, I've never had any respect for Tucker Carlson, ever. He's a Weasley stooge of a man, and very, very hard to take that person seriously. Very hard. Particularly when, more than likely, my phallus is bigger than his forearm. So, whatever. (coughs) But I did have a lot of respect for Steven Crowder. I absolutely did. He's an intelligent man. He's a funny comedian. He does make good pointed jokes. He's very anti-government. I'm very anti-government. Or at least he used to be. And now he has taken to his money-making platform to espouse the same bullshit that he ran away from 10 years ago. It's disgusting and he should be ashamed,
1: but I digress.
0: It's disheartening at best. I wish, I really wish he would sit down, not in one of these open environments where you're going to cause fucking riots. I knew as soon as he announced, as soon as he announced his episode intentions to go on in that campus, cause he always does it in campuses around the state of Texas and discuss things like gender identity or fairness in sports amongst transgender athletes, that he was going to cause all kinds of untold bullshit and he did, but here's the thing, he knew that too. His crew knew that, his staff knew that, his security knew that. They had prepared for it. It's very evident by his episode. You can see them circling these students and preparing for the onslaught they knew was coming because they talked about incendiary shit that did nothing to advance the discussion around fairness in sports whatsoever. Just like the NCAA is not going to take tips, hints, or ideas from someone like me talking about these subjects, the NCAA doesn't give a flying fuck what Steven Crowder or his goddamn listeners have to think about sports. Because it's the NCAA. They're going to do whatever they want because that's what they do, but more particularly When you intentionally go to a campus and incite a riot to prove your point about how big a snowflake the left must be because they can't have a serious conversation about transgendered women in sports, notice I said transgendered women, they don't seem to have a flying fuck about transgender men competing fairly in their sports. I never hear anybody talk about that, ever. Only the transgender women, that's all they care about. I would ask Steven to sit down with me. I'll come to your studio, Stephen. I only live 45 minutes from your studio. I know where you work. I know where you film. I'll gladly come down there. You and I can have a serious, educated, witty discussion that might actually advance these things. but they don't want to do that because I know what the real reason I know the real reasons for the uproar amongst most white populated States in regards to transgendered people or queer people in general. And it's not fairness in sports. And it's not healthcare costs because I'm here to tell everybody very rarely is transgendered surgical care covered by anything. And to basically debunk fucking Tucker's statement, the huge expense that medical companies are charging for our hormone replacement care, get the fuck out of here. You know what my doctor charges me without insurance being paid at all to see me and discuss my blood work? 80 bucks. I go in for a blood draw, 40 bucks. I visit the doctor to talk about the results of the blood draw, 40 bucks. My prescriptions without insurance, that's estradiol, progesterone, spironolactone, and then an actual micronized women's multivitamin from green vegan sources. $30 every 90 days. How much money are the pharmaceutical companies making off me? None. They barely make shit. Surgeries. Yes. Surgeries are expensive. My facial feminization surgery probably going to be somewhere around $20,000. If you want a good surgeon to do it or I can leave and go to the third world and get it done for $4,000. You don't need a trans league, One USA. You don't. You don't actually need it. If you'd been here earlier, you'd know why, but I'll tell you what, what you can do One USA is you can go watch my videos on demand on my website. And then you can rewatch what you missed. Because right now, the way you're making your statements, you're making yourself sound really, really dumb. The issues that we have, that we're continuously facing, have nothing to do with transgenderism. They don't have anything to do with the gay agenda, because I'm here to tell you, I've been to all the meetings, even the sneaker ones, there's no gay agenda. I thought there was too. I was like, Ooh, what are we going to do? Are we going to topple capitalism? No, there's no fucking gay agenda. And if there was a gay agenda, I'll tell you exactly what the minutes of that agenda would be. Item number one, leave us the fuck alone. Item number two, leave us the fuck alone. Item number three, shut the fuck up. And item number four, leave us the fuck alone. There's your gay agenda, folks. Pure and simple. I can't think of a simpler, easier to understand agenda than that. Shut the fuck up and leave us the fuck alone. It's not hard. It doesn't even require compassion. You don't even have to be nice. Just shut up and leave us alone. I mean, what's so hard about that? Nothing. Nothing, that's why. So I'm going to segue into the last bit of my show and in this show I will definitely address questions that come in on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok as they come in. As I promised for those folks that waited it out and watched the entire show, I will address your questions. I will talk to you, but we call this particular segment Gender Reflections. So I will find videos on TikTok and other platforms And then I will play them and we will discuss them. Now, for the folks who are on TikTok, you can't see what I'm playing. So if you're still watching me on TikTok and not watching me on the other platforms, you are wrong. But you might be able to hear it. So I am going to play this. Now, you folks who are watching me live will actually see this pop up side by side. Um, I love this creator. I love this creator always very very pointed in their discussions and very very educated in how they address some of the things they saw. this is a response that they're making to what appears to be a pretty blithering comment on their content
1: hi keith welcome to ajd university i hope this question is coming from from a place of ignorance as in you don't know what the don't say gable is not that you know what it is and do anything wrong with it either way i'm gonna paint your little picture now imagine a blonde-haired brown-eyed boy my hair changed with age like a fucking yorkshire terrier i was a non-consensual member of the church started as a methodist but then my daddy wanted to crank it up then we Baptists. I was in church every Sunday morning, night, and Wednesday evening. I was in church choir, drama, I had to attend every church camp and weekend retreat. Throwup.com. In Sunday school my elementary age peers and I would have to learn lessons and then do fill-in-the-blank worksheets by ourselves and then review the answers by calling them out in unison. Questions like Jesus blank for your sins. We are bathed in the blank of the Lamb. Jesus was blank on the cross. Now, back to the picture. Imagine being outside the door of this room and hearing a group of children screaming in unison, Died! Blood! Sacrifice! and hypocrites have the audacity to say gay shove their agenda down children's throats. Honey, I've been choking on Jesus since I was wet in the bed. I took God as my father at the age of 10, but just five years later, I was taken down top 69 as my daddy in a dim lit parking lot. I went from taking communion to come union without ever learning about sexual orientation or gender identity in school because I'm gay. Gay people don't wanna turn your kids gay. They just want them to know if they are gay, It's okay. So if young kids are old enough to learn about couples of the opposite sex and the Bible that's filled with misogyny, non-consensual sex, death, and destruction, I think kids are okay to know that Mason and Sophia have two mommies. The Don't Say Gay Bill bans public school teachers in Florida from talking about sexual orientation or gender identity. Pretending gays don't exist won't end homosexuality, it just makes gay kids feel like they don't belong. It sends a harmful message, but then again, there's nothing more hateful than a Christian's love, and nothing produces gay kids like heterosexuals. The Floridian mommies and daddies are going to be gobsmacked when their kids that didn't learn about gays in school still grow up gay because that's not how it works.
0: I mean, I can't think of a better understanding of everything we just talked about than how they sum that up. I was a reluctant Catholic, forced to grow up in a very Catholic home, going to a Catholic church full of people who, for the most part, despised me from what I was they absolutely did and yes I learned all about God and Jesus the wrong way um, after being an adult and realizing quite quickly that everything I learned in Catholic school and Eucharistic ministry and catechism and everything else I was forced to go through growing up Is a complete, utter lie. Nothing about it is truthful or factual. Everything about it is actually full of shit. Because at the end of the day, the modern Bible that everyone walks around clinging to like it's their fucking life essence was written by an ecumenical body of 47 greater-than-50-year-old white men. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. And one, one possible black man. And here's the best part, especially the ones that really, really cling tight to the new Testament of the Bible. All that wasn't written until 698 years after Jesus died. None of it, nothing in the modern Bible that you read today was written during the time Jesus walked the earth. So in a sense, all this Jesus loving that these people do is hypocritical bullshit because the books that actually were written during the time Jesus Christ was alive and were actual witness to the things he did all say the same thing. Jesus was a man. Jesus was a prophet. Jesus wasn't divine. Jesus was married. Jesus has kids. Jesus worshiped the serpent. Jesus preached against God, but they took all that stuff out. Every bit of it. So do me a favor, go look up the gospel of Thomas. He was a poet. The Gospel of Thomas was not included in the Bible after the ecumenical gathering called the Council of Nicaea. That's also why when you go into some Christian churches, particularly Catholic churches, you'll see two creeds. You have the Apostles' Creed, where Jesus is not divine and but a man, and then you have the Nicene Creed, where all of a sudden, magically, Jesus is divine. But, but, 600 years after the Apostles' Creed, how the fuck that happen? Oh, that's right, crusty white men got together and said, we need to find a way to control people's behavior. These women are getting really fucking uppity, and they're demanding to be recognized and own property and shit. Well, we gotta come up with something. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, there's this obscure thing in Genesis 1 that says Adam was born before Eve. Oh, I'm sorry, no, that's Genesis 2. That means Eve must be subservient. Yeah, that's right. Eve is subservient. So all women must be subservient to men. Well, they left out Genesis 1. You know, another part of the Bible they made sure to fucking remove so that you couldn't read it. And in Genesis 1 it talks about man and woman were created at the same time. Not Eve was created from Adam's rib. Man and woman were created at the same time. Well, who was that woman? That woman predates Eve. Well, the Jews called her Lilith. That's why I wear a sigil of Lilith around my neck. She was the first woman. And you know why she was kicked out according to the Bible? Why she was kicked out of the Garden of Eden? Because she wouldn't bow to God. She wouldn't bow to Adam either. She's like, I am your fucking equal. I am not your subservient freaking wench. And I am not going to serve you. So she was kicked out. So yeah, I kind of side with Lilith. Men and women are equal, always happen. And if I remember reading, was it the gospel of Mary herself, where she stated quite clearly that Jesus, the prophet, stated that the modern church, the modern everyone's church, not the Jewish church, not the Catholic church, not the Christian church, not the Baptist church, not the fucking whatever church, The modern church that is the gathering of men was to be left to her, a woman. Women are supposed to be running the church, all of them. So I can't really give a lot of credence to anyone, particularly Christians who walk in and tell me that I'm an abomination, motherfucker, you're an abomination. It was one that was foretold, too, the great lie. And if it is true that our Founding Fathers built this country on the principles of Christianity, well, then that's why this country's fucked. It's not what's going to save it. It's going to be what destroys it. But I know the Founding Fathers better than that. And no, our country was not built on the founding principles of Judeo-Christianity. It was founded very specifically on the old apocryphal teachings of the prophet Jesus. And that is, human beings will be human beings, that we all have individual rights and freedoms and therefore are the masters, the gods of our own destiny. Lilith was kicked out and left the garden willingly and to gain her power said God's name. And God's name translated into a language that we can understand literally is, I am. She said, I am. And therefore she was and became God like unto herself. You were all gods unto yourselves. You were the masters of your own destiny. Do so as you please, but do so gently. That's all Jesus ever preached. Do so gently. So, good question, Dusty Boyer, tennis, whatever your name is. So, I am not anti-right. Actually, I'm pro-right. But the GOP is not a right-wing party. The GOP is a leftist party. The reason why people are fleeing states like New York and California and Washington, Oregon, for states like Utah, Texas... Florida and other states like that is for one reason and one reason alone. Those states they're fleeing to have lower property taxes and don't have a state income tax because the government is not interfering with these people's lives as much as they are. Let's say in Florida or California, businesses are moving there. Well, when private enterprise moves, its employees tend to move with it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of tip here because the problems that we're all facing in Florida and Texas right now are not going to be problems much longer, sweetie. Because the more of those employees that keep leaving their states and moving where their company's headquarters are going because, well, they don't have a choice, they bring their voting habits with them, and they're outnumbering them quite rapidly. Beto lost the bid, lost the bid in the last election by a mere 2%. Now, I don't want Beto to be elected to anything because Beto is a dickhead and a really stupid one at that. But, don't walk in here talking about why are all these people fleeing their states like California and New York? They didn't flee their states because they didn't like it there. They fled because their job left. They will go where the jobs are. So, when Facebook and Google and Tesla and all these other companies packed up their shit from the overtaxation in California and moved their shit to Austin, Texas, all the liberals and the left-leaning, oligarch-supporting voters that were working at those places in California fucking moved here, too. And now, in counties like Williamson County, Travis County, Mills County, shit, even Coryell County, those people outnumber the GOP conservatives that used to live there three to one. I hate to burst your frickin' bubble. They're not moving here because Texas is more free. They're not. They're enjoying the reduced taxes and the lower cost of living when they get here. But it ain't gonna stay that way. They're gonna vote for the same dumbass high-tax policies they did when they were living in California. Or New York. They bring that shit with them. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not i am fiscally conservative and when i say fiscally conservative that is the government should spend zero dollars on anything every year every year zero fucking dollars active duty military disband it all military spending disband it we have a reserves we have a national guard let the state spend the money to maintain those forces when this nation gets attacked or we are required to go overseas to defend our interests overseas, you activate them, you send them over, then you can start taxing people. Now you can start spending. By not having that money automatically just thrown at the military every year, year after year, we're probably less inclined and less likely to go nation build elsewhere. Because the money's not there. I don't believe in Social Security because, one, I'm never going to get it. I'm over 40 years old and even I know that. I will never get Social Security. It is a failed system, it's a broken system, and it's led to nothing but the government stealing from the American people so they can spend money on other stupid shit. So I think all Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid should be dissolved. I also believe that insurance industry should not have to stay within state lines. They should be allowed to operate and sell insurance freely in an open market across all states with no restrictions. You want to talk about lowering health care costs allow competition across state lines and make things a hell of a lot better for the rest of us. Social security and all that shit is a failed system. And if you look at all of the government spending, all of the government spending, federal government spending, and you took away our ability to fight, 100% of all military source spending, um, no lights, no electricity, no utilities, no Congress, no Senate, no President, no Department of Energy, no Department of Weights and Means, no Secretary of State or overseas departments, period. All that's taken away everything is taken away every dollar ever dedicated to anything other than entitlement benefits was taken away you'd only reduce our country's spending by thirty nine percent thirty nine percent we have no lights we have no military we have no Congress we have no roads we have no nothing no transportation No airlines or airways, no FAA, all of it is gone. You've only reduced our spending by 39%. So where the fuck is the other 61% going? Entitlements. Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, VA. Those are all obligations our government gave itself, promises to people, if you give us your money, we will take care of you forever. That is socialism. Socialism. 61% of our country's spending every single year, sometimes more, are entitlements and benefits. These are pensions. That is why those programs need to be removed. No more. All spending stops, all collecting stops. You pay out the ones you already promised you would. You tell the rest of them, hey, here's your money back. Go invest it somewhere else because you're not getting it. I would rather the government bend me over and fuck me with a baseball bat and give me my money back than wait until the day I'm allowed to collect my Social Security and they tell me, oh, yeah, by the way, you can't collect your Social Security now until you're 94. Well, the off chance I live... To be 94 years old. I probably won't need the damn social security. I'll be pooping myself. Drooling all over. Fucking probably just sitting on my bed all day long watching soap operas. That's pretty much the long and short of it. I've never understood this demand, if you will, but none of it's necessary. We're all capable of things for ourselves. Why we don't, well, maybe that's for a different episode. I really don't know. I wish I did. I wish I had answers I could give all of my listeners. But once again, I'm going to probably show a video here that's going to incite. So I will give a trigger warning. I'm going to give a bit of a trigger warning because sometimes these things contain language that upsetting, but we'll see. So this is another video. I believe I found this one on TikTok as well, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, it's taking a minute to upload. Again, I want to say thank you to the people who are viewing. I want to say thank you to the ones who are asking questions. If you have a question during my gender reflections piece of this episode, please ask away. We've got about five, maybe six more minutes left in the show. So get your questions up. I will answer them as fast as I possibly can. Um, Antonia, thank you so much for joining us during our live broadcast of trans confessions. Let's see here. If you are watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or any of the other platforms out there live, I will bring your question up on the screen for everybody to see, even if it's a nasty one, because I like publicly embarrassing people. It's fun. <coughs> All right. So in the meantime, while we're getting questions that are getting caught up here, Stitch Why is incoming. Is
1: Food. Why is it an apple? I mean. I want it to be an apple, but it's still flaws. But because I think, you know, I believe it's an apple. It's an apple, right? False. So why are we calling boys girls because they feel like they're a girl and girls boys because they feel like they're
2: Agency. The answer is agency. See all these other things that they created with name in that video are inanimate objects or objects that we have power and agency over. So we use our agency to define or title these inanimate objects or these things that we have power over. But our personal agency ends at the beginning of another sentient agent. So this would be no different than asking, well, why is that teacher not an astronaut? Well, that's because that teacher saw their qualities and thought they were best suited to be a teacher and not an astronaut. So a person's gender is not the person themselves. It's more like the person's job title. So gender basically means, how do I expect to be able to use your form? This is where we get sentences like, oh, a good woman should cook and clean or a good man need to be able to change oil. But much to our own dismay, we don't get to decide how we will use other agents. So we don't get to assign jobs to people. They get to tell us what job they want to fulfill, i.e. the teacher astronaut scenario. That's because they have agency. So yeah, the answer is just agency.
0: I like what he had to say. I think he broke it down in the simplest way possible. And I'm going to spend this last bit of the show elaborating on just that agency. I like that word agency. That is why I can tell you demand from you. Even I am a woman because I have agency. I am the master of my own existence nobody else I serve no one I only serve me if you want to classify it as a job title that's fine but the reason why let's say this coke can can't say that it's a wallet or a visa card well because it has no agency it is not sentient It's a Coke can. As a matter of fact, another sentient being with agency manufactured this Coke can. Something with agency has command over this inanimate object because it does not have agency. There are those that would argue, well, a dog is a dog and it's not sentient and therefore it has no agency. However, if you try to abuse a dog, the dog can defend itself, bite you and possibly even kill you. That's still agency because transgendered people have agency because they are sentient because they are the masters of their own domain. This is why they are able to do what they do. This is why they are able to make these decisions for themselves. I'm going to pull out my little thing here. Yep. That's not what I wanted. Where is it? Well, well. Well, well. But agency, I love his description agency was perfect. I have agency. I am, therefore I am. If I tell you that I am a woman and I identify as a woman, I identify as a woman. And no amount of times if you stand there being pissed about it, screaming that's a man, that's a man, that's a man, is ever going to change the fact And I am all woman. I don't care how upset it makes you. It makes no difference to me whatsoever. And you can scream all the obscenities and slurs. You can go on TikTok like that young lady and make absolutely stupid comparisons amongst inanimate objects made by people, trying to compare that to the human emotions, soul and abilities, the agency of another human being. That is literally comparing apples to oranges. That is the antithesis of the stupidity of that comparison. So for my ending segment, for our gender reflections, I leave you all with that. People have agency over themselves and don't require your approval, nor do they require your permission to be what they are and how they want to be it and I don't care how frustrated you get or how duped you think you were throughout your life because someone told you that they had control over your life and behavior, well, I'm here to tell you as my last reflection, no, they don't. You are free to tell those people to go fuck themselves. So, folks, until next time, I love all of you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Trans Confessions. And I will see you Friday where we will have a guest on our show that I'll be interviewing and we'll be talking about her adventures, her life, um, and her TV appearance on a very cool show. So, see you next Friday. Bye, everyone.